Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And listen, folks, shortly after the show, our podcast will go up. So if you've missed any of today's show, you know, we know a lot of you are listening in the cars. You may not be sitting there for three hours straight listening to the odd couple, but you can get everything we've said by checking out our podcast. Just search odd couple wherever you get your podcast and be sure also to follow rate and review the podcast. Again, just search odd couple wherever you get your podcast and you'll see today's show Post it right after we get off the air. Again, spread the word to your family, your friends, coworkers, loved ones, neighbors, all of that good stuff. Uh, spread that odd couple joy. Rob, I know it's the regular season. You and I have covered, we covered the NBA going way back. And we have seen, I'm sure you've seen as well as I have, seasons where a team was undefeated against another in the regular season. And then they meet in the playoffs and the other team beats them. I remember covering the Cavaliers when I did back in uh, the mid-90s. And they had owned the Knicks in the regular season. I think they won like three out of four. And then they met in the playoffs, and I thought the Cavs were going to take them out. I was just a young writer. And the Knicks beat them in four, I think. Uh, I don't think it was a sweep, but it might have been. But it was they dominated them. Uh, that was when they had Ewing and, you know, all of that. And um, I bring that up, Rob, because the Indiana Pacers, now this game has nine and a half minutes left, but right now they own the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Pacers aren't running through the league, okay? Well, the Pacers after, are the sixth the, seed. Well, after that, uh, they got the off tournament? to a great start. And then after the tournament, Chris, they really struggled, but – some teams just have a matchup thing, Chris. Like, they just they, – they they have somebody's number. It's weird. I know what you're saying. 
Like you were looking at the how, how come they keep beating Milwaukee? Yep. And they they are up 18 with nine and a half minutes left. If they hold on, this will be their third victory in four games against Indiana. And remember, they against beat Milwaukee. In, against Milwaukee. And they beat Milwaukee in the uh, tournament, in-season tournament. And there's bad blood between these teams. Like, they, they don't they, – I just watched, saw Benedict Matherin talking trash with Damian Lillard, and they were going at it. So, there's some bad blood here, and I, I like it. I'm here for it. Uh, I, I'm not saying – we'll see if it translates to the playoffs. If, it doesn't if have to Indiana be physical to have some bad blood. That's oh, good yeah, for right. rivalry, right? Yep, Nothing it's physical. actually great. I, I like it. I like it. And so, um, they're, the young Indiana Pacers not intimidated at all by the star-studded Milwaukee Bucks. Now, Rob, it's an interesting year. A lot of people, Rob, early on, and we're, you know – we know we had Christmas Day, and that's another topic for another day, Rob. You think the NBA likes the NFL right now? <laughs> NFL. Uh, no. Christmas Day was the huge NBA game day. And it was the unofficial start of the season, right? And the NFL just sweeps in and, and takes it. At least that's been the case so far. So, uh, unfortunately for the NBA. But uh, a big part of the story, Rob, so far in the season – a lot of people have talked about, man, look at the old heads. Look at LeBron. Look at KD. Look at Steph. They getting busy. And here it is. Kevin Durant, Rob, what is he, 34, 35 years old? Something yeah, we like talked that. about 35. He's averaging 31 games at one point. What is he's it at, now? He's at 30, 29.9, yeah. uh, seven, uh, six boards, six assists. 53% shooting, 52 and a half. That's Great crazy. individual numbers. Absolutely outstanding. Steph, Rob, and Steph is 35 himself. So these are two 35-year-olds, all right? And Steph is giving you 27 and a half points a game, shooting 46%, 41% from Trey, from three. All right, uh, and he's giving you four and a half assists and rebounds a game. Great numbers for anybody, but particularly a 35-year-old. And then you've got LeBron, who just turned 39, and he's, Rob, giving you 25 and a half points on 53 and a half percent shooting, seven and a half boards, seven and a half assists. And a lot of people are talking about, you know, how great these older players are playing, and they are. They are playing well. There's just their one teams, problem. Their teams aren't – yeah, is that, is that what you wanted to bring up, the teams or the score? Finish. No, I was going to well, say – Well, the teams, you know, the teams aren't doing it. Phoenix right now, the eighth seed. Now, they've won four straight, playing better, and they've been without Bradley Beal for most of the season. Uh, but they're the eighth seed in the West. The Lakers, the tenth seed in the West, they've won three of their last ten. All right, so they, they won the in-season tournament. It really seemed, Rob – Like, they took, and they, obviously their leader is LeBron, and they follow him. But it it seems, Rob, like LeBron took this tournament more seriously than anybody else in the league. I I agree (laughs) with that. Right? His team follows him. Because Denver wasn't in it. Uh, I mean, Phoenix, the Clippers, OKC, the, the Timberwolves. Um, you know, uh, the Bucks. obviously. They played the Pacers in the finals right. in the championship. So I don't know how seriously the other top teams took it, 
But anyway, the Lakers won it. And Golden State's right behind the Lakers, Rob, as the 11th seed. So the young, the older guys are putting up numbers, but their teams aren't really winning. At this point, they're just hanging on to even make the postseason. Now, we got a long way to go, but that's kind of where we are. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination. We talked about it earlier. It's, ever, it's easier than ever to score in the NBA. Like, that's not from us. That's from the players, some of the best yep. players in the game, uh, especially the European guys are and international players, Chris. They just say it's easy. So, so that's part of why at an advanced age these guys are still lighting up the scoreboard because it's easy to score. Yep. Yep. But their impact on the game and the impact, we talked about it before when LeBron last year had the numbers, almost led the league in assists and all. They – was that two years ago, Chris? Two years ago, right? Well, With two years ago, he led the league in assists. Last yeah. year, he was up there in scoring. One but but you know scorers. what I mean? But but he doesn't have the same impact on winning. No, no, no. And none of these guys do. Kevin Durant, people thought when he got there, oh, my God, him, Booker. Uh, uh, who else? Well, they don't need anybody else. Really? Oh, oh yes, they do. And, and, uh, and it just seems like even Steph. Steph's playing well. Obviously, Draymond's out, right? Right. Um, and Clay, Chris, he's fall. Now you were talking about falling off the cliff. He's averaging a, a career low, what sixteen points? Yeah, yeah. Which you know, a, a guy at that stage was. Remember, he's had all those injuries too. No, he had two major. You know, he missed, so, missed two back to back seasons. I mean, yeah. I get it. So he, but I'm yeah. just saying the impact on these guys isn't as great as as their own numbers. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because you're right. The numbers you would look at the numbers and think. Their numbers suggest they're as good as ever, and they obviously aren't. And let me say this quickly, Rob. This will be another topic for another day, too. But you can give me a quick view. Last week, I don't know, two weeks ago, there was the talk of, you know, when the Suns were really struggling, Kevin Durant. And remember, everybody thought he wasn't happy. His body language was bad. He came out the next game and had a great game. Rob, one thing I don't want to hear is a Kevin Durant trade request? No, please. I'm, I'm with I, you. I mean, sorry, KD. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't even want to hear people complaining. Poor KD. He had another bad. Right. Every time he, he goes away, just like Brooklyn, they get right. Where is K, KD? Where are you gonna be happy at, bruh? All right, you in Oklahoma City, the whole city is built around you and Russell Westbrook, and the team is great. You leave. Fine. I didn't kill him. I was one of the few in the national media, Rob, that didn't kill him. Goes to Golden State, wins championships, wins finals MVPs, not happy there. Draymond calls him a name, and that's it. Not happy, right? And I get, I got at the time, I don't remember where you were at on this, Rob, but when he went to Brooklyn, I was like, look, if he wants to go somewhere, some people are still belittling his championships. If he wants to go elsewhere and prove he can win it with I had another no issue. squad. I had no cool. issue with that. He was a free okay, agent. Right, I, thought, I right. thought that that was admirable, Chris, actually, to go to a franchise that has never won anything yep. and, and, and to go and try to do that on your own. Right. And then he wanted out of there. Then he went right. He wants out. Of, he went with his with two good friends. Harden eventually came over. Kyrie is a great friend of his. They go there together. Doesn't work out. Then he wants out of there. And now I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. Cause where do you want to go? Like if you're not happy in Phoenix, I, I don't know where you're gonna be happy at. So just play it out. 
Play it out. All right. Um, but we can talk that about that in depth another day. Um, but Rob, let me I'll give you why I think I'm not mad at these dudes for not impacting the game the way they used to. They shouldn't at their age. You know, Michael Jordan, when he was in Washington, Rob, he wasn't impacting the game the same way. He wasn't putting up the numbers either. Put up well, good numbers, all-star numbers, but not Michael Jordan numbers. But here's the interesting thing, Rob. When Jordan was in Washington, there was no outcry. Oh, we got to get Mike help. We got to get Mike help so he can win another ring, right? It was like, dude, you that, that's the bad you, you made. To, you play decided, it out. You decide to come back and go to Washington, and yep. this is what you got. And that's why, like, I don't want to hear with LeBron, oh, we got to get him more help. What the Lakers got to do? So, I mean, if they want to make a trade, fine. But it's not LeBron's birthright to compete for a championship. It just isn't. Right? I, don't, I don't know where people get that from. It, it, where, it's right. where franchise after franchise have up to, up to, uh, turned over the roster, Chris. Uh, a couple years ago here, the Lakers traded. Didn't they trade four or five guys? Remember with the with the Cavs yeah, last it's, year? It's, yes. They traded four or five guys. The Lakers traded so much young talent that they had built up when they had that and five they got or six AD, year run. Which was, and they right. got a but championship. Saying, so, right. Yeah. But, but they it's did just give like, up a lot of guys is what I'm right. saying. I got you to lead us to a championship. <laughs> I brought you in to change us. And now we got AD. I mean, I, and the players around him aren't horrible by any stretch of the imagination. And so get it done. I mean, if you can. If you can, I'm not mad. You, you're 39 years old. But if you can, go ahead and get it done. And Steph, look, the question, Rob, I think for the first, the next year or two, in, in, in kind of around the league, I think with Steph is going to be, does he want to stay there? Or does he want to go somewhere and compete for a championship? I think that's going to – and I think he probably wants to stay, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that's what people will start asking if he continues to play at this high level. But let me say this quickly. We, we've mentioned it's easier to score in today's NBA. It's really not that complicated. Why? Uh, number one, you can't hand check, okay? Number two, the players are shooting way more three-pointers than they ever did. So yep. – a guy like Steph, sixty percent of his shots are worth three points rather than instead two. of so, two. You know, that's, that's right. Huge. So you're going to your average is going to go up. Uh, the floor is spread out, and so now I've got more room to work. So if I'm a and a lot of these guys are tremendous ball handlers, and the defender really doesn't have a chance to keep him in front of him, especially if he can't hand check. So now I beat you to the bucket. And because the floor is so spread, Rob, when I get to the rim, I got maybe one defender, maybe two pretty much max to get by and finish. And and points at the rim are high. They're higher than they used to be. Three-point attempts are higher than they used to be, and points at the rim are higher than they used to be. That tells you it's analytics-driven because the analytics say those are the two best shots, paint shots and three-point attempts. And then for the mid-range guys, Rob, we've been to games where guys had open mid-range shots and don't take them and they dribble out and back to the three-point line and things like that. But if you are a mid-range shooter, the defense wants you to take that 15, 16, 17-footer, 19-footer. That's viewed as the worst shot in basketball. Not 15 feet is short, but like 19 feet. They want you to take that. They'll contest, but that's the best shot. You know, if you're going to take a shot, that's what they want you to take. And a Kawhi, a Durant, 
a Devin Booker, guys like that who are tremendous mid-range shooters, Joel Embiid, they're going to they're going to feast in the mid-range. And so those are all the reasons why the scoring is up. Um and so when you look at the individual numbers, Rob, it's I mean, I'm looking at Tyrese Halliburton averaging 25 points and 13 assists a game. And he's great, but I mean, those are historic numbers. He's better than Magic Johnson? No. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, right, because it's all relative. And, and Chris, probably uh, the, we have the video for this era of NBA basketball, and you'll remember it. It was a team that was on a three-to-one three, three, uh, three break. Do you remember that? And oh, yeah, they were down Denver. by two. Denver. Denver. Yep. They were down by two. Yep. Yep. And they had the ball. It was three-on-one, Chris. The two guys ran to the wing, at, right, looking for the yeah, ball. And the other threes. guy – Pulled up for a three. There was nobody there. <laughs> and he missed it, and they lost the game instead of going to the basket to tie it. That yep. was three on one. I think yeah, that, I, that, yeah. that signifies, you know, this era of NBA basketball. Rob, and, and I don't – look, some of the callers, you guys can weigh in on this part because I don't see as much youth basketball, you know, as, as I might like. But I've been told, like, junior high and youth game, like high school even – People have told me that dudes are just shooting threes left and right. Um, so let me know if that's the case, those of you who may coach or or see a lot of youth basketball, but that the young boys are just shooting a lot of threes. Um, all right, 877-99 on Fox. We talked about a lot. Um, impact that the older guys, LeBron, KD, Steph, are having on the, their teams winning. They're putting up great numbers that suggest they're still in their prime, but they don't impact the game like they used to. Uh, Rob and I say the numbers are like they're skewed because of the way the game is played. Now it's even changed from those guys' careers. Uh, so your thoughts on all of this? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Chris and Rob the Eye Couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen 
a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie-loving friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, it's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, live from the TireRack.com studios. Your time to shine, 877-99 on Fox. LeBron, Steph, KD, great numbers, but they don't get the wins they used to. Your thoughts and why? All right. Let's go. Let's kick it off with uh, Raphael in Cincinnati. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Raphael? There they are, the fellas, the fellas. What's up, brothers? How are you? Uh, those, three in the, uh, those three individuals you named, I would say Steph is the one that, uh, to me at this point in his career, is still showing that grind and that will to win. And, you don't uh, I think, think LeBron other- is? No, no, bro. See, Brian, see, when we see Brian with his numbers and everything, Brian just wants to make sure that he has a 25-point or greater average at this point in his life, in basketball life at 39 years old, to have the highest scoring average of a person that age, of a player that age. And it's not impactful because Brian, when – when teams are not defending him when he has the ball and he's pulling his way or, or doing his little uh, three-point shot and everything, they're not guarding him. They're worried about the other players on the opposing team because those guys, they know we got to guard them because they're going to find the open man. When the ball's in LeBron's hand, he's shooting it. And, and he's going to pass every now and then. But if Austin Reeves or others in the game, and they're getting three shot attempts and five shot attempts, come on. Brian just knows what he's doing. He want to make sure he's going out like Jerry Rice, going out like Emmitt Smith. I'm padding my numbers because the next dude that come along, I'm going to make sure that my stats are so far out of the atmosphere, they won't be able to touch him. And I get it. But Steph has other mitigating factors going on with some of the teammates on the Warriors. The youth movement hasn't worked all the way through yet. Draymond, he's still tripping and everything like that. But as far as the thirst to win, 
KD and King James, they don't have it like that. Their thirst is more so to me on let me get my numbers, let me get my little step back, my my shot is so pure and everything like that. And I get it, but they don't have they're not showing me any of the grind and thirst out there on the floor. Steph Gavin for loose balls, he's running. KD just wants to be a better player every day. That's all. That's and, what and I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. That, that get dude, better every I, day. Thank you for that call. I just want to get better every day. Yeah, that's How it. Do we Thanks, Raphael. That? Appreciate How it. Uh, Andre in Pennsylvania. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Dre? Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, I think um, the, the guys are just older, and they can't just will a team like they used to because they're yep. just they – We just, agree. You know, they can get the numbers, but they just can't when it comes down to the game – I think uh, LeBron and Steph and them, like, do you remember when um, the Spurs had Ginobili and and uh, Parker? Tim Duncan kind of like, you know, coast old man his way to a couple chips. I thought LeBron thought AD was going to be that for him. And I think so far he kind of bet the wrong horse. Uh, I think uh, Jordan Poole was looking like he was supposed to be that for Steph. But we saw how that worked out. But um, I think it's just they need a younger guy who can get them home just like um, Parker and Ginobili did with Tim Duncan. Yeah, and and we're not ripping them. We're just right. saying it's not as simple as looking at their stats and saying, oh, my gosh, they're still what they used to be. If you really look at it, they're not. Because if they – five years ago, they both – all three of those guys, I mean, their teams were going to be in contention no matter what. It's not the case anymore. And that's that's how it works in sports. So we're yep. not ripping them at all. We're no, just we kind of looking at those people that are saying they're still putting up these numbers. They're still as good as they They're not the same numbers as when they were in their prime. Right. They're not, no matter how Years big ago, they those are. Num- that, that 25, Rob, is about the equivalent of maybe 21 or 20 years ago. No doubt. Gary in Houston, the last guy on this. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Gary? Okay, so in LeBron's last three years in Cleveland, he was averaging about 28, 7.5, 7.5. When he was doing that, nobody in the league was doing anything close to that. That's why it was so special. Now you have a bunch of players that can do stuff like that, but it's more the fact that, like, this league encourages more stats nowadays. Because, like, also, how many times have we watched games where LeBron James and the Lakers, they're, they're they're in a battle, and LeBron's stats are okay. Then the Lakers are losing by a lot. And then LeBron gets all these stats, and he has like 30 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Like, when LeBron was at his prime, the defense was all focused on him, and, right. and, and he was doing the And if he put those numbers up, his team was winning. Yeah. I mean, Luke, to, to his point, Rob, Luka's numbers, and Luka's not better than LeBron, but, you know, as far as LeBron historically. But his numbers are better than LeBron's early in his career. I mean, that's the, you know, the point. Right, Lucas, right. I know what you mean. Career right. but, 28, 8, and 8. But but that's because of the game that we're playing. Right, exactly. Right. Like, like exactly. that's that's what it is. You can't, and, and you know, I, we hate to keep bringing it up, but that's what we talk about. The quarterbacks, Chris, where, where yep. all the quarterbacks from the yep. past are dog food when you look yep. at the numbers. Right, really, like legends. You legends. You're mean? like, oh, Terry Bradshaw was uh, – <laughs> Was 11 for 17? He was 11 for 17 passing in the game. Like, really? (laughs) No, it's true. All right, Uh, it's the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
a big deal in the world. I, I mean, it's it's a big deal in our country, I guess, right? Uh, we'll see how big of a deal it becomes. But Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood pedophile, yeah, and, and he committed suicide in, in jail. Uh, his girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, She's in jail now, right? In prison. Uh, for yeah, they set up all these that. young girls and whatnot yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. Crazy And story. so, suppo- uh, well, they're releasing today, and I guess some of it's trickling out, but um, people are looking through it. But, you know, the list of the clients, he had this island they called Epstein Island that they went to and, you know, just, I guess, did all types of debauchery. Did their thing, right. Yeah, and so that list is coming out. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, as he does every week, was on the – Pat McAfee show, and he kind of made a flippant comment about it. Rob G, do you have the Rogers quote, what he said about McAfee? I got all the quotes for you, Chris. All right, so tell us what he said about McAfee that led to, I mean, what he said about Kimmel that led to So yesterday during his appearance, Aaron Rodgers said on the McAfee show, quote, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, who are really hoping that list does not come out. So insinuating that Jimmy Kimmel is somehow involved in the Epstein pedophilia ring. Last night, Jimmy Kimmel put out a tweet on X. And he was not playing He was not happy. Here's what he said. Dear A-A-hole, because, you know, Aaron got two A's. (laughs) For the record, I've not met, flown with... Flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any quote-unquote list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the the facts further in in court. Well, Rob, thank you for that, Rob G. If I'm Jimmy Kimmel, I might sue, man. Chris, and he threatened it. He used it as a threat. This is pedophilia, right? Chris, this is I'm it. with you. You, know you cannot play around and put people's names attached to such an awful thing. You can't right. be flipped with that. Right. Jimmy Kimmel has a right to be outraged, to even link his name, unless you have, Chris, evidence that you could show that Jimmy yep. Kimmel was involved. You can't do that. It would just be like if somebody were to take Aaron Rodgers' name yep. and attach it to something heinous and say he was attached to it. You just can't. You, you can't be flipped with that. I mean that. Yeah. He he overstepped his bounds. Like to pedophilia. Right. Really, Chris? This isn't. I mean, you can joke about certain things, but like you said, this is this is. Ser- I, I I really I I I really think I'd sue. I really think I'd sue. Because like, he'd I have to come, I, he'd he wouldn't have, just the burden of proof. He'd have to come up with some information or some proof. You like, know, you, I mean, can he? What, what you know? A lot of these laws. I mean, would that be what? Would that be defamation? Like, if Rogers just, which it appears, pulled this out of thin air, right? right? That there's no evidence whatsoever of Kimmel being involved with that. With that, I mean. Was that what would it's like I the mean, burden of proof, Chris? Is like you would have to know it's false and go out and deliberately spread it. And I, it's it's so he has to tell you, so if slander is not, it's not an easy thought, case, you know what I mean, right? It, so if you he actually to, thought it was true, he probably is gonna be okay. You would have to know that it's false and then knowingly go out there and yeah, spread. Okay. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Like right. that's why and that's a lot of people don't win Rodgers those cases. Could, yeah. Right, because you'd have to say he knew it wasn't true or Rogers saw the list and my name wasn't on it. Do you see what I'm saying, and Chris? He still, and right, he still went right, out and put right. that out in the atmosphere. Okay. So it's, it's a hard thing, but Jimmy Kimmel had the right to be outraged at that. Totally. And, and that's I'm, why McAfee even had to say yeah, something. They couldn't I'm ignore sure that. he was put up to ESPN I, I, I said, think, dude, you yeah. got to clean this up. I, I totally agree. Because totally the next agree. thing you know, they're going to be suing the network. That it was on, that it aired on. And that's where, Rob, you and I talk about, and I didn't hear the whole interview, but we talk about, like, it's not just, oh, push back for, for the sake of entertainment. You got to stop Sometimes that, Chris. Sometimes it's like, yeah, wait, wait, Jimmy, so what, do you know? Have you heard something about Kimmel or what? Like, but see, how but, you just throw this dude's name out there? And you know, Chris, if, and I'm not, I'm not, like, bragging about us, but I swear to you, and I know Chris will back me up on this, Somebody came on our show and said that we would stop him in his tracks and say, what, what do you know? What right. proof do you have? I yep. guarantee both of us would have said it. Yeah. Yep. We won't let Why you just come on. Name? Exactly. What do you know about Jimmy Kimmel? Do yep. you have evidence of this? There's no way we would allow anybody to come on and just say what they want. We've done it to people like, yep. like we have. Yep. You can't yep. do that. We're yeah, the that, gatekeepers, and that's what we talk about these shows and these podcasts and these other people. It's all right. You could do them. But somebody needs to be there to be the police to make sure that if someone just says something off the cuff, right. to check them or to at least give them an opportunity. If you have evidence, hey, Aaron, are you You're breaking right. news? Do you, have, right. do you have breaking right. news on Jimmy Kimmel that we don't know about? And then he has to say, no, nah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Then we need okay, to take so that. so you were just running off You would just run mouth. off the right. mouth. You don't have any evidence, correct? Okay, right. let's move on. You're right. You're absolutely That's right. That's all and, you and have look, to say. Rodgers may have, I mean, he's already rubbed a lot of people the wrong way with the, you know. And he's and, mad at Hollywood and the way and, that they've treated him. And, and yeah. There's a so lot of I, that. I, but I wonder, Rob, if this was the final straw for a lot of people. I mean, I, I you know, I this was terrible to me. Um, but, you know. He is what he is. He does what he does. It's not. I'm not losing sleep over it. No, no, no. But, but I, I wonder if a lot of people, though, Rob, will be like, "Look, okay, you've gone too far. The the va- anti-vax stuff, the criticism of you know uh, uh, the mainstream medicine community, you know, right, and all that uh, medical right. community. But now you're like, linking people to pedophilia. Yeah. Uh, I, I just not. wonder if if people are gonna be like, "Yo, it's just too much." Even Chris- even the whole stuff about coming back. I mean, Rob, even if if you were able to come back from the Achilles, why'd you make it such a spectacle? Like, Kirk Cousins isn't, you don't hear a peep from him since he got hurt, right? I mean, we saw him at the game, but, you know, that's not, he's just cheering on his team. And and Chris, don't forget, ESPN and ABC are owned by Disney. You know what I mean? Like, that whole, like, like it's just like, it's not what you want. On your air, you just can't be flippant, throwing around stuff like that. Those are serious, serious charges. And uh, ESPN, they, they, I'm sure they got on them to say, oh, you yeah. got to clean this no mess doubt. out. Yep. No doubt. All right. All right. Hey, the Odd Couple, more coming your way, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, it's the iCouple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, and we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Um, Rob, let's end it here with the Ravens story this NFL season, or one of them for sure. Um... They have sewn up the number one seed in the AFC, and they play Pittsburgh, which, you know, let me, Rob, the AFC North, my goodness, <laughs> that division is the bomb. Excuse my old term, but my, it's funny because the remember AFC when everybody North. thought the AFC Shit. West was it? Yes. And they bombed out that year. Remember that? Yep. But this, this division, Rob. I mean, they got the Ravens, obviously, 13-3. The Browns with four quarterbacks, 11-5. and five. Pittsburgh, 9-7, and seven, and alive. Could make the playoffs. And Cincinnati, look, I got to give them props. They're 8-8. Eight eight, just got eliminated from the playoffs. 
But Joe Burrow played, what, eight games, seven games, something like that? I mean, that – and, Rob, here's the other thing. I don't know if you realize this. A lot of people don't. The Niners, right, they're viewed as, at, at worst, the second-best team in the league right now. Burrow played 10 games. Um, the 49ers, Rob, were 1-3 against the AFC North. Think about that. Wow. One, think about it. One in three. Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore beat them. And so that that division, man, they play a different brand there. They they rough and tumble. But anyway, uh, the question is the Ravens, they play Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got something to play for. They're trying to get into the playoffs. Um, and the question is, should you rest Lamar and some of your other top players? Because, Rob, if they rest Lamar, he he will be three weeks in between games. So, like, obviously this would be one week you don't play. Then there's the bye week for the playoff you don't play. And then there's the week and then you do play. The three weeks in between games you've played, which is a long time because, you know, you'll be working out. You'll be in your film room, obviously. You'll be going through practice, but you won't be taking hits. You won't be, you know, facing it, – it won't be at an NFL game level, particularly playoff level. And last time this happened, I remember when Lamar won his first MVP or his MVP right now, um, they they did, you know, rest and they had to buy and they got beaten by Tennessee in the first round, first game. So, yeah, it, um, it's what are not an exact on? science. No, nah, it didn't. You know, because there are teams that have rested and won, so it has worked, but then there's teams that haven't. I, I think three weeks is a long time with football, Chris. And real quick, we even saw it in baseball with the Braves and the Dodgers. You remember they had all the time off in the world? Yeah, they got beat. that's a good point. They got beat. That's a good point. Now, nah, it, it's, um, it's a tough question. Um, I would probably – I would tell them they're playing so they have a good week of intense, you know, practice and prep. And then maybe play them a series or two. A series. I might go a quarter, you know, um, to make it real. But, um, yeah. So, all right. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. We out, but keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio still live. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart and I'm very forgiving, but like don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.